Hey, 20-something, come on in. Take a seat. Let me guess. You're here because you feel like you're lacking direction. Your personal and professional life just don't seem to be working out the way you thought. Or you feel like you should be further along in life and you'd like to get some help moving forward. Good news. You're in the right place. Welcome to Office Hours with Jen. I'm your host, mentor, and older, wiser sister you've never had and didn't know you needed, Jen Prentice. Each week on Office Hours with Jen, we'll cover a topic that will help you navigate careers, relationships, and spiritual, mental, and emotional health in your 20s. This month, on the first official episodes of the podcast, we're going to set the stage for success in your 20s by helping you better understand who you are, where you want to be in one year, and what you need to do to get there. I call this my who, where, what method. In every episode of this podcast, I will give you one gentle reminder or mantra and at least one action item for the week, all in 20 minutes or less. Today's episode is filled with questions and action items to help you figure out the who of the who, where, what method. So you might want to grab a piece of paper and take some notes. One of the most common questions that I get from students and alumni that I've mentored in 13 years of teaching is, how do I figure out what I should do with my life? Or... They might seem to have some idea of what they want to do, but the 20-somethings who come into my office often ask how they can start making progress towards where they want to be one, three, five years in the future. They express frustration over feeling like everyone else but them has it together, and they often worry that if they don't figure out what to do and how to do it soon, they'll wind up back at home living on their parents' couch. Does this sound familiar? You guys, I have to let you in on a little secret. It's one that I wish I'd known in my 20s, and honestly, it's something that I have to keep reminding myself of in my late 30s. No one has it all figured out. That's today's gentle reminder. Let me repeat it for the people in the back. No one has it all figured out. Seriously, not your coworker, your friend, or your neighbor, not that celebrity you idolize or the influencer you wish you could be just like, not even Michelle Obama, though I do think she's pretty close to perfect. Everyone has certain aspects, maybe a lot of aspects even, of their lives that they're actively working out in real time. Relationships, careers, projects, habits, so much of it is trial and error, but what many of these people, especially the Michelle Obamas of the world, have figured out is who they are. And really, that's the first step to achieving personal and professional success in your 20s and beyond, having a firm grasp of who you are. Here's where you need that piece of paper and pen because I actually have three action items you can do this week to figure out who you are. Action item number one, you can conduct a personal inventory. Personal inventories involve assessing your strengths and your weaknesses. You can do this by writing down a series of I am and I want statements about yourself. For instance, you might say I am a good friend or I want to be a better listener. If you're having trouble thinking of I am and I want statements, here are a few questions you can answer as you conduct a personal inventory. Number one, What do you value in life? Two, what are your core beliefs? Three, what are your priorities? Four, who is most important to you? Five, who do you look up to and why? Six, what are you good at? Seven, what do other people say you're good at? Eight, what are you not so great at? We all have strengths and weaknesses and things that we enjoy doing and things we simply do not enjoy. And that is actually awesome. The things we love and we're good at are our unique gifts that we bring to the world and that we could bring to our career and our relationships. And those things that we don't enjoy and we aren't good at, we should either stop doing them or reduce the amount of time we spend on them. Too often, I see 20-somethings pursuing a career path or a relationship that they think they should pursue rather than what they really want to be doing or who they really want to be with. 
The trouble with pursuing the should path, or one that our parents or societal pressure imposed on us in your career, is that if something you're doing doesn't align with who you are as a person and what you're actually good at, not only will you not enjoy what you're doing, but eventually your work product and motivation to do your job will suffer. The problem with staying in a relationship you think you should stay in in your 20s is that you unfortunately may end up marrying that person. And chances are, if you aren't happy with a relationship early on in your 20s, you're not going to be more satisfied with that relationship and that person 10 years and two kids down the road. Side note, I am not advocating for quitting a job or ending a marriage on a whim. If you are not happy in your current job, I do not recommend quitting until you've done the work to figure out exactly what your next career move should be. And for those of you who might have gotten married in your 20s and are now thinking that person might not be the one for you, I definitely don't recommend filing for divorce just yet. Marriage counseling and prayer and learning more effective communication skills can truly change things. But that's the great thing about your 20s. Most of you listening to this podcast aren't married yet which means there is still time to figure out who you are and what you want in a partner before you settle down. We'll cover relationships a lot more in future episodes. And even if you're currently in a job that you don't love and you want to take an entirely new career path, you've got time for that too in your 20s. The second action you can take to figure out who you are is to consult people you trust. Your family, your close friends, a mentor, teacher, coach, or pastor – Ask them to be honest with you about your strengths and weaknesses. The key here is to consult people who know you well and who can give constructive feedback. It's also important for you to keep an open mind and not get offended when one of those people tells you something you might not be that good at or you might not want to hear. Honestly, life is too short to be easily offended, especially when someone is coming from a place of love and trying to help you become a better version of yourself. The final action that you can take this week to figure out who you are is to take an Enneagram test. You might be rolling your eyes at the mention of the word Enneagram, but you guys, It is one of the tools that has dramatically changed my life and my marriage over the past five years. If you aren't familiar with the Enneagram, it's a personality typing structure that describes how we as humans are wired both positively and negatively. It's a tool that helps us identify the lens through which we see the world, how that lens was created in our childhood, and how the lens may be helpful or harmful. Spoiler alert! it's both, to ourselves and our relationships today. Knowing what Enneagram number I most strongly identify with has helped me better understand how I react in certain situations. It's helped me understand how I handle stress, what motivates me both personally and professionally. And getting back to what I said earlier, it's helped me become less offended whenever people who might identify with other Enneagram types say something that I could potentially take the wrong way. We're going to talk a lot about the Enneagram on this podcast. I'm sorry if you hate it. Maybe don't listen to this podcast. And I do use the Enneagram as a basis for a lot of my private mentoring. The best Enneagram test to take is called the Ready Test. It is spelled R-H-E-T-I from the Enneagram Institute. It does cost $12. I don't receive any money for encouraging you to take it. But hey, Enneagram Institute, if you want to sponsor me, just let me know. The Ready Test gives you a multi-page PDF of information about yourself, the Enneagram number that you most strongly identify with, and how that impacts who you are. If you are struggling financially, there is also a free Enneagram test from an Enneagram coach I really trust and love named Beth McCord on her website, yourenneagramcoach.com. I will link to all of these tests in the show notes. So let's do a quick recap of what we've covered during office hours today. Your 20s can be a scary and confusing time, but they don't have to be. If you find yourself feeling like you can't quite figure out what to do or where to go with your life, remember this. 
No one has everything figured out. And it's important to first understand who you are before you decide where you want to be in the future and determine how to get there. The three actions that you can take this week to get a better sense of who you are include one, conducting a personal inventory, two, consulting people you trust to tell you what they think your strengths and weaknesses are, and three, taking an Enneagram test. Okay, that's all for today. It is truly my hope that our time together helps you feel a little more grounded as you go into your week, more confident in the decisions that you have to make, and more excited about your personal life and your career. New episodes of Office Hours with Jen drop every Monday. Listen and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to connect and talk more about your journey of self-discovery or how to catch a vision for your future, Instagram is usually the best place to find me, at Office Hours with Jen or at Jen Prentice. My office doors are pretty much always open. Mm-hmm.